0: Welcome to the CloudOnyx CX Verse podcast. In this series, we are exploring everything related to customer experience.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Eric from CloudOnyx. This week, I'm joined by Hanan and Ayal from Callbox. Hi, guys. I'm not hearing anything anymore. Really? We just said, "Hey." I hear. I hear you. I didn't hear as yeah, oh, okay. we said together yeah. yeah okay so can you give me a quick overview as to who and what is callbox
2: okay well where to start callbox is a lot of things right uh, i i can just say that uh, the main idea is that we do call tracking okay but that's only one thing we do but the main thing is we know how to to attribute a specific online session to a phone call which allows us to send that information back as conversion back to all the uh, paid, paid ad medias like Google, Facebook, TikTok, uh, bring LinkedIn, you name it, uh, which allows our clients to optimize their incoming calls according to their basically optimize their online campaigns to get more calls for less. And the next step is basically, since we know how to integrate into the customer CRM, we can tell when a client has purchased or when a client has set a meeting or all, any other KPI. And once we know that information, we can also send that information back to AdWords. So <clears throat> in short, if you're a client that, that pays Google or Facebook or whatever uh, ad platform for traffic, uh, they get to your website or they call through a call extension, they, they call you and let's say the first call doesn't do anything. But a week later, the person uh, calls back and then he closes the deal. We know how to attribute that data back to the specific session that brought him there. So we can tell Google or Facebook to bring us more traffic like that.
1: Got it. Okay. And in doing this, this makes us better for the customer experience in what ways? Because I'm sure there's, it, it helps a lot.
2: Yeah. So if now there's, there's basically three, thing, three things a person can do on a website, right? The first thing and the obvious thing is do nothing. Right? Not don't call, don't fill up a form, don't purchase, don't do anything. The second thing that they can do is they can fill up a, fill up a form, they can uh, purchase something online, they can schedule a meeting, they can do all kinds of actions online. For that, you don't need callbox, right? There's, there's technology that will allow you to track that without the use of callbox. But for phone calls, if somebody lands on the website, sees a phone number, picks up a phone, which is completely unrelated to the actual session that's online it gives us a call, Gives basically calls a number. There's no way to connect the dots, right? Know which session is, is connected to that call. So we ended up uh, uh, allowing our clients to do that. So now they know what generated their online activities, which is like purchases, like filling out forms and phone calls. So now they know what does nothing for them. So on one hand, they can optimize the campaigns according to what is actually co- generating phone calls. And on the other hand, they can see what is doing nothing but spending money.
1: Okay, that helps the company, but when yeah. the, call, the agent actually receives the call, are they knowing which ad or which service people are coming from, or is that only after the fact?
2: We can do that. I mean, some clients want to know that on the fly, so we can actually whisper like audio and say, hey, this came in from this campaign, or we can send that data to the CRM, so when somebody opens up that person's number, you can see that information on his client ticket or Salesforce or whatever you're looking at yeah so it does help and the other thing we do that's pretty common is since we know what page the person is on we can um route the call according to the specific location so if he's like a, 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 on a slash support uh, website we know that i need to send him to support and not to sales right or
1: got it okay slash
2: mortgage, mortgage and then i know how to send him to a mortgage dealer or whatever you know we can do some dynamic things like that
1: which basically means that one, they're getting to the right person. So they have a better experience. They don't get transferred around a lot of times, Yeah. but because you're able to whisper, oh, they came from this particular advertisement, this particular deal. The agent then has a clue as to why they're calling and what they're looking for, Yeah. which makes, which again, makes for a better customer experience. Let's, yeah. let's
0: start at the, the beginning of the customer journey. Okay. People get to your site and and most of them do, don't do what you want them to do so first we have first we have yeah conversion rate even if it's a, an emergency it's less always less than 50 okay that's what we know of so basically you first you derive people to, to your side that are not supposed to be there right because they're not like they're not going to sign a deal with you that they probably don't need the service that you supplying or the product that you're selling otherwise the would buy buy from you. So most of the people uh, don't do what what you want, and some some do. So if if you do the um, filtering and know what derived people that generally um, became your clients, and you invest your campaign and your money in that, you would get uh, the benefit of more clients getting to you. So more clients will get better. <laughs> service because you will optimize your campaign and less uh, not clients
2: less would, overhead less less useless would calls.
0: bother would bother themselves in getting to your so we are also um the the non-client experience, non-customer experience yeah that's thing like the
2: in that so customer experience is that specific person that's answering the phone is my client right so in terms of his customer experience we improve that not only the actual like Send customer b2c part right like yeah. in the b2b world we, we allow a lot of clients to solve these which are really small problems that have been harassing them for years and years and years how do i make sure this person gets all the calls that have to do with banking and this person is best when it comes to loans and this person is best when it comes to you know everybody has their own preference and we can either route dynamically we can check if a person exists in a CRM and then route them accordingly. There's a lot of things that we can do. It's like I said, we do do call tracking, but it's so much more than that. It's kind of in between call tracking and marketing technology.
1: Right. But what what Hanan was saying a second ago is if you are weeding out the people who you don't want to be calling because they're not really prospective customers, this means that the agents are not overworked. You need fewer agents. They are, better able to deal with legitimate calls because they're not dealing with the waste of time calls so in the end your agent is happier so your customer is your end customer is happier yeah Yeah.
0: so so the the weird thing is is exactly that we want to to derive less traffic but a much better one to your business so more more
1: accurate traffic
0: yeah more more accurate better targeted traffic yeah we're trying to lose all the the waste and we're helping them by that. And we're helping our clients by that. And of course, we're helping the real clients because they will get the the agents and the service would have more time, you know, to spare. Less waiting in
2: time, for less items to go through. There's a lot of things that are, you know, big impact.
1: Okay, but again, that also then results in, Better cost savings for the company, happier customers, better net promoter scores, because you are basically providing a B2B to to C kind of solution. Okay. The C is their end customer, the B is your customer, and you're actually making it better for both.
2: Yeah.
0: So this is about our business is, is divided into two parts, and one is call tracking, the other one came from that, but it's business automation. So we actually helping our clients in all sorts of way helping their clients have a better experience for instance
2: electronic uh, change of electronics. electronics well, in in short like what we do is we we come to a client every client has their own tech stack and between the tools of their stack there's most of the time there's no connection there's no automation there's no nothing to make it work as one smooth unit so we basically take these challenges and we use Low code, no code, and also code solutions to solve those problems, which are directly connected a lot of the times to what we do in call
0: So if the sales from the CRM are coming uh, through us, why not uh, issue deliver uh, um, a call for a delivery service?
2: Yeah, generate the package. Generate
0: the package. Send a um, WhatsApp message to the client asking him, when would be a better time? To, to give to deliver if it's not a delivery it's actually moving i don't know moving the transport they actually need to punch because it's a, a bigger package then does it does the place contain an elevator do do they need to, to get a uh, uh, another uh, product back with them like uh, are they uh, are they uh, ret- evacuate?
2: Yeah. need to evacuate return authorization yeah. Like so, we know how to do this automatically, which is directly, n- n- indirectly connected to call box. So, so like we said, it's, it's like, when you say customer experience, it's so many like different sides. Of course, there's B and there's C, right? So a lot of things we do in the business world, but those things affect, directly affect the client. So it'll be much easier for somebody to schedule a pickup date using WhatsApp in Israel, at least WhatsApp is very popular in case somebody sees it from outside of Israel, But you can do the same thing using text, right? But like WhatsApp, it's very simple. You get a message. So what date would you prefer? You give him a few options. He selects the date. Everything is basically automatically connected to the CRM and automatically connected to a no-code tool that sends that data to their uh, carrier, which generates the package and sets a date and everything is set. And then he gets a confirmation message. And the day of the the shipment, he gets a WhatsApp saying, hey, your shipment is coming in today. If you need to cancel, press this button. Everything is sorted out. These things were they have been available for like 15 20 years right it's not I'm not it's not something new what what's new is the fact that you could use low code and no code tools to create these flows and create these automations in a tenth of the time that you would need using a code so I can go to a client and say hey I can bring I can make that something make that thing work in two three weeks
1: and this is something that would have previously taken six or eight months of at least learning it and programming it and coding it and testing it and yeah. you're do- saying you can do it in two to three weeks. Yeah, and not
2: talking about even cost. Like, I'm not even, I'm not you're putting cost aside, right? Of course, it will be much cheaper, but uh, yeah, I mean, today it's it's kind of something that you can do using drag and drop tools. It's ridiculous.
1: It makes perfect sense, and this way, both the tracking and the automation kind of play into each other.
2: Exactly. So everything is interconnected.
1: Because- So you can actually take the statistics from one and follow it from the web page that they looked at, the phone call they made, the order was placed, the order was shipped, the order was delivered, and you can actually track all of the details and help them through the automation process. So you get statistics of how do I improve my sales? How do I improve my supply chain? How do I improve my delivery process? And at the end, follow up with the customer and say, hey, this happened. How did you like it? and kind of get the whole process beginning to end and potentially up to the follow-up with the automation of going, would you recommend us or would you get, for $5 coupon, would you like to recommend us to somebody else and kind of start the loop over again, all automated without needing necessarily a person in the loop?
2: Yeah, true. Completely true.
0: We have uh, clients that um, gave us projects that, also had to do with client customer experience and it has nothing to do with us you know because we we turn to our clients and say whatever you need and for instance the order was made and and it's it's a business with the huts and and spa and ranger razors tvs atvs uh, uh, trips and when an order is is for that you need a driving driver's license and all sorts of stuff from from the user, and there are several drivers, and they used to come there and they used to give them
2: plain paper with a pen, with, with a copy machine to copy like the- yeah
0: to copy the there. So now there, it's a form that everybody gets after the purchase. Who are the drivers? What are the phone numbers? Everybody gets a WhatsApp. It's a form they fill it out. They, they have, uh, take a picture of their take, driver license. Yeah, picture of a driver license. Sign digitally, sign it, and it all goes. And people
2: will drive for that specific date, for that specific group.
0: So if there will be something for for insurance, everything. Everything's already done. Yeah.
1: Much cleaner, much faster by automating it.
2: So yeah. So when they come over before they go out, they're like, okay, so who's going to drive you? What's your name? Okay. What's your name? Okay. What's your name? Okay. I see you in there. Fine. If you didn't, here's a link, fill out this form.
0: By the way, clients telling them that it's awesome the way they did that. So clients like it. We know. We know already.
1: And, and those are the clients who are going to make recommendations, who are going to make next sales. Which is what I'm saying. the, the, the whole process kind of feeds itself if it's done right. Well, if it's done wrong,
2: It's like a friend. Let's say a client, fl- because he's a friend client. But we deal with larger companies, of course, and those recommend to other companies. He was a client before
1: we became a client. Yeah. No, before, I mean, regardless. if somebody does the ATV travel, they use the format you just used.
0: Yeah, yeah. They yeah.
1: they enjoyed it. They're going to recommend it to their friends to go and do the same thing. And for your customers, it makes repetitive sales.
2: Yeah, of course. When you
1: do the kind of things for them, they tell other businesses who then become clients of yours. So sure. both ways, are, are, you're getting repetitive business.
2: Nowadays, we target the the mid to larger companies, uh, say enterprise, right? So so we do have a lot of SMB clients because we've been around for 10 years. But for the past two years, we've been focusing on the larger clients. And those are the ones when you do something good for a large client, of course, they're going to recommend other people and they're going to want to show what they did. It's kind of a look what we did. We're, we're, we're automatic. We're advanced, you know, so it's kind of a. It's kind of a show-off thing, and, and yeah, so it definitely brings more business when you do a good job. The best uh, selling material is like people recommending you, right? Like nothing is better than that.
1: Yeah, th- there's nothing better than a happy customer for, for new customers. Yeah, uh, have to agree. Okay. Do you have other examples you'd like to talk about about how these kinds of things work or what you've done?
2: Um, let's think about something. So okay. Or
1: the- let, let, let me turn this around. You recently did the automation event. Uh, here in israel are you guys planning to do those again or was that a one-off
2: no we're planning to do plan, that yeah
1: okay so target is going to be what august 2023
2: actually more like june May. I'd may i'd say june better weather better weather but not enough time so i'd say june at least
1: seven months
2: yeah <laughs> we have to give it a six-month uh, start yeah so yeah,
1: let's stop. But we definitely
2: want to do another one. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah. So for people who are who are listening or may maybe catch this podcast, where can they find that more information about callbox and about your event?
2: So it'll be on automationil.co.il. We will have information on there. I will show I'm mean, publish it on the automation IL page on LinkedIn and the automation page, automation IL page on Facebook and our channel on YouTube. And we have a group here in Israel, a Facebook group that has 11,000. There's a call box site. We're going to have it everywhere, basically. Uh, Yeah. Um, But realistically, I think we're going to start publishing more information on February, March. Okay. January. January, maybe. You're going to do it in May. People got to understand, it's the holidays now in Israel. We're hardly working. It's like three, two days a week. So everything's kind kind of a big blur.
1: Yes. The rest of the year is kind of rushing at us and we've got no idea or chance to look at it exactly okay so if we've got nothing else for this particular topic i'll bring you guys back again another time and we can go into details or maybe a, a couple of case studies on how this stuff works but i'd like to thank you both for joining me today yeah sure and talk to you again sometime soon cool see you then Bye-bye. Yeah, see bye bye
0: we hope you've enjoyed this edition of the cx verse Please sign up to learn about future episodes. We are looking for feedback and new speakers, so please be in touch.